The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Discover the power within. Unity Online Radio. The voice of an awakening world. Fascinating interviews and compelling conversations. Be present. The Diane Ray Show. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the show today. I'm really excited that you can join me doing it live uh, here from the spacious Diane Ray Studios in San Diego, California. You know, how are you guys doing with this new normal, with this COVID-19 thing, you know, having to shelter in our homes? I mean, it seems like this is day you know, 500, whatever. I don't even know what day it is. I just know that it ends in a Y. Uh, crazy stuff. I mean, but could you imagine, okay, we're we're sheltering in place, most of us. Could you imagine what that would be like if you were dealing with a ghost or paranormal activity? What would you do? Would you think you were going crazy? <laughs> would you, uh, you know, question all reality as you know it? Well, we're going to get some answers today because believe it or not, there are people that, can do this, get rid of ghosts out of houses. They're called ghost removers. And we're gonna be talking to one today. I've been reading his book, The Ghost Remover Chronicles, The Journey of Hypnotherapist Robert Major into the Spirit Realm. And I'm really excited to delve into this because I'm a a big fan of paranormal investigation. I've always been interested in the afterlife, if ghosts really do exist, what's the deal? And we're going to have a really great conversation about this today. I'm really excited. Robert Major is a clinical hypnotherapist who helps people living with ghosts who are experiencing paranormal activity in their homes. And he's based here in San Diego. And along with his sister Antoinette and her spirit guides, they have a system of ghost removal. And you can check out what they do. Their website is ghostremover.com. So some of the, of the things that they, they do, some of their services, if you go to the site and check this out, removing ghosts and or poltergeist from personal property, removing entities that have attached to a living person, uh, animal pet communication with Antoinette and more. So we're going to ask about all of those things. So Robert and Antoinette are joining the show here via Skype. And Robert, thank you for joining me today. Oh, okay. Well, uh, you're welcome. Are, are we on? Uh, is this a visual? You're on. <laughs> no, okay. no visual. Okay. All right. It's Good. all so audio, all to, radio. I have to put my shirt on. Okay. <laughs> yeah, put your shirt on and your pants on. Okay. No, actually, it doesn't matter. You could, you know, we'll let our imaginations run wild uh, as far as that goes. But yeah, we're doing a live radio show here. So I'm really glad you could join me. Just try to speak up uh, closer into the microphone as close as you can get. And if we have any connection issues, we'll try to reconnect during the break and maybe we'll bring you on the phone. Uh, So right now we're just going to let it rip. We'll let it fly and see what happens. So Robert, I'm really, uh, I'm excited to talk to you. You know, I was introduced to you and your work through a mutual friend. Her name is Sandy, who happens to be my hairdresser of many years. And she's an amazing stylist. And she's also uh, very interested like me in uh, paranormal activity, spiritual things. I mean, we've just had amazing conversations with me in the chair. And she goes, you know, you should really talk to this guy that I know. His name's Robert Major, and he does ghost removal right here in San Diego. So I said, what? 
a ghost remover here in San Diego. I need to talk to this guy. So I gave Robert a call and we set it up. So here he is. So I have to thank Sandy for making that connection. And then I got a copy of Robert's book. I've been spending some time reading that. It's really a fun read. You got to check this out. The Ghost Remover Chronicles um, available on Amazon right now. So Robert, let's just kind of jump into it and you know, explain to the listeners, tell me how you're a, tra- you're a trained clinical hypnotherapist, but how did you get involved with working with the paranormal? Well, um, 22, 23 years ago, um, while uh, the, the connection is the hypnosis is, is to go into trance because this is where people have higher, they have more ability to connect. And so certain things were going on at my sister's that were paranormal uh, events. And I went ahead to our house and we went ahead into trance. While she was in trance, she could actually see the ghost and talk to, to him. It was a young young man. And he went on to tell us, he, he played a little game with us. He wanted us to guess his name. And he, he showed her a baby kangaroo. And we thought about it for a while and we didn't really get it. And he goes, it's a Joey. It's a Joey. My name is Joey. He goes, I, I, I'm related to you. And he went on to tell us a story about, about how he uh, was visiting my sister and uh, another brother of mine on the East Coast. So from that, um, that's the opening. And then another time when she was in trance, um, a spirit guide visited because she was a caregiver at the time and she was caring for a, for a nephew. His name was Mark. And while we were doing some trance, cause I wanted to see if maybe she could communicate with him, a voice came through her. That wasn't her. And she said, you know, I'd love to, uh, to speak to you if you give me permission, because this man used to be my husband 650 years ago in India. And I would like certain things done in, with his care, if that would be okay. And her name was Ra. And from that time, she said, I'll introduce you to many spiritual things. I'll teach you many things that will assist you that are basically hidden from, from our world. So that's how we opened up the spiritual door. And from there, and we started doing, the, the primary thing we started doing was removals because we thought we could do the best, most service to people by taking ghosts off of them. And uh, it, it's, it, it's an epidemic. You talk about the coronavirus, yeah. Well, th- this is an epidemic in itself and it, it, it's in a spiritual nature. So there's supposed to be wow. one spirit per body but that's not how it's working out. We're, we're finding out so many people are attached by ghosts and we have an office and people contact us and we do the removals and it's been going on for 22, 23 years now. How's that? So I wanted that, to add in that I believe he needs to explain a little bit more what an attachment is. So go ahead. Yeah, was a living person uh, upon leaving the body when the body goes bad or whatever uh it's still there so and it still has an existence it is that individual consciously and what they're supposed to do is return to the light and start the cycle again or stay on the other side and quote unquote heaven but what happens is that for some reason that they decide to stay now they can't they can't really energize themselves and so that that creates a problem 
But what happens is that they find weakened people who have, who have uh, their energetic field is failing, and they find a way in like a crack, like a window, and they come into that house. Well, that house is supposed to be yours, but all of a sudden now they're in there, and now they can make choices of their own. Do I just want to hang out? Do I want to influence this person? Do I have my own agenda? Or would I like to steal this person's body? That's how, how we approach it. Wow, that's really amazing. So the attachments are deceased people in this in the spirit realm that are kind of clinging on to the energy of the living and they, they want to hang out and they want to stay and they cause harm. And this is something that we're just not aware of. Like I could have an attachment right now and not really know it. And you wouldn't know. And, and what happens is that uh, you'll have odd behaviors. And, and, and like I said, it, it, it can be a multitude of ways that they can affect you. They can affect your health. They can affect your, your decision making. Uh, they can uh, really cause, I mean, we've done thousands of them. Of, of removals and each one is different. Uh, let me just add in really quick. Um, so this one sticks out in my mind of a removal so I can give you a good, um, a really good example. So we get a call from a guy, he uh, has a, a child and the child's probably five. And he says, hey, I need your help you guys because uh, my child is wild is really what he said. So. They were in what? Oregon. They were in Oregon. And so they all came. It was the husband and the ex-wife. They brought their child down. So they bring him in and he is actually really wild. He's growling at us like a lion and he's walking on all fours like Mowgli. And he's running our um, in our office. We have we're on the second floor. So he's running up along the uh, foyers of all the different offices and uh, we finally get him in. Well, turns out he was attached by a, uh, a bad Indian who was uh, got a cat, like a large cat. So we're talking like a lion or a tiger. Uh, it was a mountain lion. Yeah. yeah. And he was attached by that. This kid was growling, pacing, going under stuff and looking out. And so he was hard to remove. We had never seen uh, anybody attached by a wild animal. And so uh, we actually were finally did the removal. It took us forever. But in, so I'm just letting you know that uh, attachments are really, really, really crazy. And they're really, they can take over just like they did that poor little boy. Yeah, but in, in, in uh, finishing there, is it, once we did the removal, the child was normal. And he never had another problem. So this is instant uh, healing or, or change in the individual. And, and something. And uh, did uh, he? Uh, uh huh. I was going to say, did he have any memory of the behavior prior to that? No. What happens is it's like an on and off switch. So it, it, the who's ever conscious at the time has a memory. The cattle have the memory uh, of of the behavior. But this is why so many times when you hear people, oh, I, I had no recollection of what really occurred there. I didn't, don't remember doing that. Now, I'll throw in one, a, a kid in uh, Ohio uh, where he calls in and he says, oh, I just killed my, 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 my dad's girlfriend. He goes, but it wasn't me. It was this guy who's inside me. And we checked the kid and he was attached. So they create radical 
behaviors and then you're held accountable for them. Now, I wanted to bring Antoinette back and ask her some questions. So Antoinette is Robert's sister and the work that you do, you're actually what would be called, would you be called a medium or a channel? You know, um, my brother calls me an oracle. <laughs> we have different names. Well, we, yeah, can, you know, we, have we can use that. <laughs> yeah, we so, have different names for me, but no, I'm not a medium 100%. So you can call me anything else but that. <laughs> and, and when, uh, so when did you become aware of, you know, having this ability? So in the incident that Robert described at the beginning of the conversation, you know, when you first started doing this work and, and this, um, okay you know, this being came forward. I mean, was that like a shock to you? Like what, what did oh. you think about that? Uh, I was terrified. <laughs> I told him, I said, you know what? No, we cannot be doing that. It was so scary for me because my body, when it happens, they go through me, through me, like really in, we're talking, they're in there. I can either chill and kick back and listen, or sometimes I'm just supposed to be resting. They're, they are an attachment, but uh, of a white light. Mm-hmm. You see, so, they, whatever is going on through her is what the dark guys do. So they can actually come in, they can influence, they can actually take over the, the individual for a time period and, and stop. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So let me go back to my uh, first time I ever noticed that I was uh, uh, special. How about that? So uh, I, um, it, I was nine and I saw um, myself. We were on a where our family was driving across country. So, and I saw uh, in New Mexico, the skyline and I said, hey, we ride horses here, right? And I remember this conversation with my mom. She said, no, (laughs) she said, you know, she wanted to dismiss my behavior there. And so then we went into this ghost town there. And as I was walking, it was so strange. I was walking on the wooden sidewalk up there in the old ghost towns they used to have. And in this glass, but it's not really glass, I could see a vision of a woman, a young lady, like in her 20s on a horse. And when I turned back around real quick, uh, she wasn't there, of course, but I seen her in the thing. And then I was like, oh, but uh, from then on, I used to have communication with ghosts, just to let you know. And And, mm -hmm. well, another thing that we do, we have access to the Akashic Records where we everyone has a book. Of, of their previous lives, of what they did karmically. And we actually checked out her book. And, and when we did, we, we, had that, we had that lifetime. And they it detailed about uh, that she was a rancher there in Texas at this. No, and the, New Mexico. Was it New Mexico? Yeah. Okay, New Mexico. And um, so, I mean, we, we are the spiritual go-to. So like, as you mentioned earlier, we, we, we discuss people's past lives to them. Uh, we, we can we have the ability to communicate with any animal at a, at a spiritual level. So she's very good at at, at, uh, at deciphering the uh, the conversations because it's all telepathic through visuals. And I, I you know we we've been doing this a long time. And when we first started, we put it out there. We thought, oh my God, here we are. We're we connected finally. But we come to find out that. Yeah, people don't really care. <laughs> only, only when they uh, when they get afflicted and they have nowhere else to go. And people seek you out like this is a real business. I mean, people yeah. will come to you, and they must aren't they freaked out? Or you know, sometimes this will be their first experience with anything 
like this. So there must be, you know, maybe a lot of skepticism or, or disbelief. You know, how do you deal with that when, when someone gives you a call? When, when people don't have, they don't have knowledge or experience, we, we can't expect anything more from them. And we don't expect them to just grab, grab on and believe it. But, but when it's your child or it's your loved one and, and you're not getting any, any help from, say, the psychiatric or, or the medical, then they keep going and going. Eventually, they will find this. And when they do, it's kind of like, hey, this is a spiritual sickness. It's not a physical sickness. We don't, you know, even in doing removals, we find that we could take the uh, attachments off and the, the people can heal because the attachments actually prevent them from healing. But and, we don't heal anything. Yeah, we, 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 don't don't. Take, we don't take credit for that. But, but what will happen is now the body has the ability to do, do what it, it, it needs to do. Like right now with this virus, we know tons of people are getting attached, and and if you're attached, your your odds are aren't really good that you're going to heal. So, like I said, we we touch the tip of the iceberg. We just work together. There are millions of people afflicted with what we're talking about. Now that's really fascinating, and I know people will want to know a little bit more about that. So. You know, you had mentioned that if there's an attachment, there might be some bizarre behavior or it could be something subtle that someone's not really aware of. What what is the I guess what is the end game of the spirit attachment? Like, what did they want? Are they just attaching for, you know, the fun of it? Do they want your personal energy? Is there a personal connection in each attachment or can it be a total stranger they attach to? Uh, yeah, normally they're they're strangers. I mean, and it's radical. Every, everything is different. There was a guy. He was an engineer, and all of a sudden he was dabbling in some, with with a little bit of ecstasy there, and he opened up the the crack in his field, and he gets he was attached by by three hobos because they come they also come with one. They normally like company, <clears throat> so he ends up clearing out his bank account, giving away a lot of money, like $10,000, takes all the, all the furniture out of his million-dollar home, puts it on a lawn and says free, gives away his automobile, and tries to give away his home. Now he's in, in county mental health because he's acting so irrational, going down the, the, the road with a Bible, trying to pe preach the Word of God. So my friends know knew that what I do, so they asked me to check. We come to find out, yeah, he is attached. He's attached by hobos, and they want to take him over and live a hobo life. So we went back a few days later once he was released, and we did the removal, and the guy returned to normal again. But hold on. Uh -huh. You didn't tell what, when what? you knocked on the door. Oh, uh, yeah. To visit. <laughs> oh, so I went to the door, right, and I knock because I know he's out. And, and then I knock, and I see that somebody else is at his house, and, and I see him coming towards me. And I said, yeah, Mike. He goes, Mike's not here. He goes, I'm running the show now. And I go, uh-oh. And he goes, and you better leave. <laughs> and I thought it was going to get physical. And I said, and I, I did my best uh, Schwarzenegger, I'll be back. <laughs> and that, that, Wow, yeah. that sounds scary. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. You don't even know that half of some of our scary <laughs> stuff. I mean, we're like, whoa. We, we ran across a poltergeist um, that we this young lady was being scratched up. And so they said, yeah, yeah. Uh, 
Bob texts me an address. Tell her the address. Oh, yeah. So they sex and they say, oh, we're having this poltergeist activity in the home. Can you please come and help us? And we but, said, sure. And they, they tag, I go, give me the address. It was 6665. <laughs> And it goes out with a street name. And I was going, 666? I go. But we were laughing. We we're like, I said, oh, I'm not going. But we started laughing. So we were outside of this home, uh, you know, trying to figure out, okay, what's our plan here? And as we're talking, a uh, heavy metal screen door, because we're getting ready to go in, it opens like so fast and hard. Boom. Uh, and like, we're like, oh. No reason for that door to open. Like, it slams open. Like, come on in. Uh-huh. And we, anyways, it turned out to be a, a poltergeist who moves things. And there's difference between a poltergeist and a uh, uh, and ghost that are right. ghosting. So, so it's a lot. And right. what so, is that difference? I'm curious. What is that difference? With that, well, a ghost, uh, well, they're ghosting. But a poltergeist actually learned how to how to move things and, and to create... Um, wreak havoc. Yeah, wreak more havoc when they can actually injure somebody, scratch them. And that That's pretty radical. Push them. Yeah, oh yeah, push them over, uh, cause, uh, cause injuries. Now this, this that poltergeist there had been ghosting in that neighborhood since 1936, I think. And because we get the details on, on who they are and what their history was. And this girl, her name was Celia Cota. She was a 16-year-old girl who had been murdered up there and had stayed. And, and when people get their lives shortened in that kind of situation, they're angry. And uh, they feel they feel really short-changed. Life, life's an incredible adventure, or you hope it is. And when that happens, as you read in the book, there are other instances where we go and uh, we, we try and help rescue ghosts who are trapped. Because the one thing is, once you leave the body, that bus doesn't wait there for you forever. You've got to hop on that bus to cross back over. Otherwise, you're a ghost, and you'll you'll end up here for for indefinite period of time. Or unless you meet us. <laughs> or unless you meet us. Yeah, we'll help you. Right. Wow, that's so incredible. We're, we're going to take a short break in, in just a few minutes, about five minutes, and chat some more about a famous uh, place here in San Diego that you have experienced um, encountering ghosts there, the Hotel Del Coronado. We're going to talk oh, about that's that. Beautiful. But, it's a beautiful story. Oh, yeah. A, yeah, yeah. That, that'll be fun. I was excited to read that in the book, and there's all kinds of great case histories and, and interesting stories in the book. So let me ask you real quick before we go to the break. So when you're dealing with an attachment and you're trying to move the person on, where... I where are they going, I guess? I mean, we're assuming that they want to go to heaven or the next place or the next realm. Yeah. Does everybody well, go somewhere, again, somewhere different? Really a choice. They're going to move anyway because we work with the team on the other side of the, of the spirit guides. So they're the ones who assist us in, re, in the removal and sending them off. Otherwise, they would just leave and go get somebody else. Okay. Okay. No, I want to talk about that too in in the next break um, of the Spirit Guide. So you have a team, including you and Antoinette. There's a couple of other people that you work with, and Antoinette regularly works with guides and people on the other side. So you mentioned one. It was Raja, right? The one that you mentioned in the book. Right. And there and there's a couple others, a few well, other guides Lane, that you work with Lane Antoinette. Well, today. He, he's he's present with us. Well, if she just steps into trance, he can answer a question for you. He's, he doesn't really have a whole lot of time today, but he said he'd be glad to come in 
and answer a question or two for you because they're still in prayer on the other side. It's around Easter time. It's a holy month. Yeah, it's a holy month. So. Oh, wow. That's so cool. So we can talk to your spirit guide after the break? Yeah. His name's Lane. Right. And he's he's just a spirit guide. He's not mine. <laughs> not personally. Not personally. Okay. Uh-huh. You, I am so excited. You have no idea. This is like, this is the best. I'm just, I'm so, I'm so enjoying all this information. This is so cool. Um, yeah, we'll be taking a break in just a, a few minutes, but I want to talk to Lane after the break so that we have time to, you know, let it's him, right? Lane is a him. Yeah. A you know, ma- Lane, Lane passed in the World Trade Center uh, so many years ago. We were moving ghosts from the World Trade Center, and he was one of them. And he was 18 at the time when he passed. And he was so good that he wanted to come back and assist us. So he, he's our primary right now when we have issues. Um, wow. One thing before you have a break, I, I'll give somebody, this will, will relate something to a lot of people. We did a removal a year and a half ago with a guy and he, he was drinking a lot. He was drinking beer during the day and vodka in the evening. And we did the removal and he had a number of, of, of attachments on him. And we did the removal. And from that day on, he never touched a beer. Wow, really? So th- the change can really be that immediate when well, attachments are removed. Immediate. And so what that tells you is the attachment was drinking the beer. Oh, okay. Uh-huh. And so do you see, do you see this is, a lot with addictions? Uh-huh. Do you see this What's a lot that? with people that have addictions? Oh yeah, we did. We, oh man, we, we saved people with yeah, addictions. We, people who were close to death, they had to come in and see us, and they were like a heroin addict who had forty more heroin addicts on them. I mean, they're they're looking for the same same thing. I guess you just you, once an addict, always an addict, mm-hmm. <laughs> and and that's what we're finding out. So uh, another whether a person had cancer and they couldn't breathe, the attachment was causing the shortness of breath. The, the guy wasn't going to be able to get healed. We took the attachments off. The guy could breathe again. He could heal. So we have so many stories. In, in, uh, thousands and thousands. thousands. So. <laughs> well, we'll have to have you come back again, I'm sure, because I'm just scratching the surface here. There's so many things I want to talk to you about. I'm talking with Antoinette and Robert Major, and this is his sister, Antoinette. The Ghost Removers, you can check them out online. The website is ghostremovers.com. And we're going to have more conversation with them. We're going to talk to Lane, the spirit guide, find out about the ghost in the Hotel Dell, and a lot more. I'm loving it. Thanks for joining me today. I'm Diane Ray. We'll be right back. We're glad you found us. This is Unity Online Radio. The voice of an awakening world. Welcome back to Be Present, the Diane Ray Show. Thanks for joining me through the break. We are back. My guest today, Robert Major and his sister, Antoinette. Ghostremover.com is the website, and they are professional ghost removers based here in San Diego, helping people living with ghosts or dealing with paranormal activity in their homes. They're able to remove ghostly attachments 
Uh, also, pet or animal attachments. I didn't even realize that that, that was possible. Really Just doing. No, communicate with the animal. Oh, communication. Yeah. Okay. The, just really amazing mm -hmm. stuff and you guys are, are really doing some really interesting and, and incredible work so in the previous segment um, we were talking with robert and antoinette about their work the difference between ghosts poltergeist what happens when a ghost attaches and antoinette in in her work is able to bring forth a spirit guide and works with a spirit guide named lane who helps them in their investigations and the work that they do and, and Antoinette, you said that Lane is always with you or can, can come forward and and communicate with us? We usually will let him know ahead of time what we're doing and then he'll tell us yes or no if he could show up. And he agreed that he would show up today uh, for just a little bit. He can't stay because uh, I guess they're still um, over there. They're, uh, April's a holy month, I believe, so they're still in uh, prayer. Right. So he can come okay. in. You, you have a question or something you'd like to ask him? Oh, I have so many questions I would love okay. to ask. Okay. But I'll, so, I'll only ask, you know, one or two. Okay. Um, she's going to go in the trance right now, and he'll, he'll be okay and sleep. Okay. Okay. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, hello. Yeah. Okay. That's, that's Lane talking to you now. And hello? this is Lane that we're speaking with. Lane, yeah. can you hear me? Well, yeah, I was wondering if you could hear me. Yes, yes, I can. Well, thank you for joining us. I know you can only stay a short time. We're on no, a okay. live radio show here. All right, hello, I'm radio happy. show. Hello, everyone. Yeah. <laughs> this is cool for me. Um, well, it's cool super cool for me. You okay. have no idea. that This is so great. So I just wanted to ask you just a couple of, of short questions. Do you enjoy the work that you do with Antoinette? Um, I do uh, work with Robert's my buddy, so yeah, uh, uh, coming in through a female's odd, I'll just let you know that. Oh, okay, so, yeah, this, I, yeah, I could imagine. Yeah. yeah, it's funny though, but it's all right, sure. And are you, what age were you when you left this world? Um, I believe I was 18 years old. Okay. And okay. do you stay that age on, on the other side? Do you stay the that age? No, I wanted to be a little bit older. So I, I created myself to be around 26, 27. Because okay. just know that you're still like a youngster. You're not even a, an adult till you're like 25 or 26, just to let you know. You know, a lot of people who kick the kids out of the house, get up. Well, you can't do that. They're not even an adult till they're 25, 26. Right, right. No, I, w I would agree with you on that. So in your work with Antoinette and Robert, do you help the people that are, are kind of stuck between realms on this side? Is, is that your, your job, is you help them to cross over? Uh, my job is, I'm a child guide. So my job's, uh, I work with children over here. But um, I had gotten permission because these guys helped me, right? Uh, when I passed away, because that was sudden, and it was real strange to be in that position. Uh, you guys might call it ground zero. I was like, uh-oh, where am I? <laughs> but it was like me and a bunch of other people. And then uh, they came along and uh, moved, moved us out of there, some of us, the people that were uh, believers in going over to the other side, and I believe that. Wow, it just okay. Okay. So 
Yeah, so it was a very, a very sudden passing. So yeah, yeah. once you're there uh, in, in that other realm, is it beautiful there? Is it beautiful on the other side? Right now it is, yeah. But when you were at, uh, when I was at Ground Zero, nope, it was all smoky and dark and scary. Uh, and then I heard this guy coming through. He said, like, somebody coming in. I thought it was Jesus myself because it was coming in like, hello. And uh, we're all, uh-oh, hello? We didn't know, right? So it was kind of cool. Uh, uh, so, uh, but over here, yeah, to answer your question, I like to try to get you to know me a little better, but yeah. I mean, I get a good idea and kind of feel for the personality that you were oh, here on yeah. this world, right? So you're you're still like that same, the essence of that person. It comes through. You take all your love and stuff with you. You don't take, like me, I was, before I was, a uh, when I was uh, caught up and got killed, I was a, um, I was a thief. I was stealing up there, uh, pickpocket. It was me and a little crew of my friends. It just happened to be a bad day for me because <laughs> it was my turn. But anyway, so uh, long story short, I I uh, was trying to help a, a crippled man down on the stairwell, and I could have made it out because I'm fast, but I didn't. Uh, I was still trying to help him, boom, and that's how I died real quick. And so I got a little reprieve from the Lord because of what I did. And then I got educated over there. Uh, in heaven, right? It's what you call heaven. Uh, Robert will call it something else. <laughs> hey, what do you call it, man? Well, I just call it the other side. Well, you call it the other side, but then you're like level one, level two. Oh, yeah, I always had different levels. <laughs> yeah, he's real funny like that. I, I, I try and create on my own here. But he got exalted because of his behavior about him sacrificing himself. So all that other stuff that he did when he was a youngster kind of got erased, and, and he got special uh, 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 gifts given to him. Right. So me being a child myself going over, I got educated, and I became a child guide. So you see what I'm saying? Right, right. No, I think I, I understand. Yeah. That. Wow. That's. I mean, that's incredible. So from your experience, even if you have done something, you know, not not great in this life, if you are are truly remorseful or or f so there's a way that you can kind of move forward and be and let go of that in the next life people don't have to worry about that here no no you better be worried because uh if you hurt a child um what's those other ones we talk yeah. about we talk about if you hurt a child if you do there's not that many commands. you kill somebody or you steal yeah, you you don't uh, you don't get to come back and do your normal things, especially on the children thing, hurting children, pedophile, and uh, pedophiles, uh, child murderers. You know those kind of people. They don't get to go back in the gene pool, uh, yeah. if you want to call it that. Yeah, you get what happens is you get erased, and and energetically you haven't you're no longer you. You're you have no personality. You just go back energetically. And there's nowhere for you to be cool-wise. Like, you can't be, like, where we are. Right. So there are, are wow, famous. Wow, that famous. is incredible. Uh-huh. There and, are a lot of cards. And so, Robert, uh-huh. Robert, you you feel that there's different levels, and would, would Lane agree with that? There's different levels on the other side? Well, because sometimes he comes in looking for certain people. Like, some people would like to talk to their parent, their grandparent, something like that. And 
so it's easier for him, I believe, to uh, tell the people, well, no, the level he's on right now, he really can't communicate. Because either you're uh, getting re-educated or you're trying to earn your uh, wings or your halo. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, and uh, just, and also, I just need to let everyone know out there, angels are real. So just know that. Yeah. And purgatory is real. That was... So. That was going to be my next question about angels. And, and Robert, you say purgatory is real? Is real. Yeah, they call it the darkness. So you go in darkness and no communication in, no communication out until your time's up. So it could we, be a long time. Yeah, we call it a big time out. Wow, this is all so amazing. Lane, I'm so happy that you could talk to us for a few minutes and, and share your experience. And, and thank you for the work that you're doing with uh, with Robert and with Antoinette. And all the children. Yeah. No, he, he takes care of all the young ones who, who leave here too early. Mm -hmm. And we we educate them. Yeah. All right, now. He's going to go, go and, and Antoinette's coming back. All right, then. Okay, thanks, brother. Talk to you soon, man. Talk wow. to you soon. Wow, thanks, Lane. You are. One, two, three, eyes away. Okay. okay, all right, she's back. <laughs> all right. So that's wow, how he that's amazing. for us. Yeah, we're very connected. And so that's how easy it is for us to go in, go out, and uh, having permission and letting him know heads up. Because he's always been really kind. Sometimes we've forgotten that we uh, uh, didn't ask him, but he still showed up, remember? Yeah, you know, yeah we're not always him. right on it. Yeah. I need a better <laughs> better ledger. Yeah. <laughs> wow. And your, I mean, and your demeanor and, and everything totally... Uh, you know, totally shifts, Antoinette. That's that is so crazy. And when he is when he is speaking, what what is your experience as Antoinette? Do you okay, feel so or hear anything? Uh, sometimes I hang out and listen to what's going on. Sometimes I don't. Uh, it's real important sometimes that I don't get to know stuff because, you know, we deal with attachments and these attachments have come on to people who have been molested as children. So don't feel really comfortable talking about that with me in the room. So it's just good if Lane's just there and he's uh, helping the person because we find a lot of attachments have come on to people who have been molested or abused, uh, abused as children. Mm -hmm. And so you know, it's just best that it's none of my business, basically. So he, basically, that's how he keeps me out of it. So there's a couple ladies over there uh, named Chloe and Veronica, and they've been with us for Years. quite some time. So I really know them well. So I get to hang out with them a little bit, chit chat. Sometimes I see my old dog who passed away. I see Robert's dogs who passed away. Um, I seen my hamster. <laughs> so wow. yeah. what's going on over there? Yeah, there's a lot going on on the other side, just to let you know. <laughs> wow. Well, that makes have, me feel wait, really they good. They have angel games. Oh yeah, yeah. They, they have angel games where they little cherub angels will have a. It's almost like a little battle. Competition. Yeah, uh, competition. To what? move up in the ranks of the angels. Mm -hmm. there, there's different levels of angels. So. And they love tater tots. <laughs> So once a, <laughs> once a year we have a feast, and what it is that they they put in their menu, and uh, whatever they they had and, and enjoyed while they were on Earth, they normally ask for. It. I go shop for it. She'll go into trance, and each each spirit guide will come in and t taste, taste the food, food taste the food that they enjoyed. Yeah, that's real fun. 
<laughs> wow, that is just so amazing. I mean, I love the information that I will get to see all of my old pets again. I mean, I always thought that that would be the case because I've always believed animals have souls and they're they're feeling, you know, spiritual sentient beings. So it right. makes sense. Uh, but that that's really cool to know that we're able to to have those kind of interactions. Okay, so we. What's her name, Diane? Okay, sorry. Uh, so uh, I'm an animal communicator, and my animal communication, I usually, people usually book for an hour or whatever, but uh, I met this little dog who was actually a guy before in the 60s, and he, he reincarnated, well, he got a, a karmic, he had to come, yeah, he had to come back as a dog because he was a dog. He was a womanizer. Yeah. And they say, you want to be a, a, a dog? You're there a dog. You go. But he's really cool. He was like a little hippie dog, so he was cool. Then I met a cat dog, and the people brought him to us because they were like, he's acting weird. And he, and he's like, well, I'm not a dog, I'm a cat. And they said, no, you're a dog. And right then, this little thing jumped from the floor way up high onto a, a cabinet. Like a cat would. <laughs> Unbelievable. So, that is great. <laughs> yeah, wow, you guys must okay. just have... You have the most amazing work days, I'm sure. I mean, you get to experience all this cool stuff. Now, while we have about 10 minutes left of the show, I did want to ask about the ghosts uh, that are at the Hotel Dell. And when I all read right. your book, um, you know, I'm here in San Diego and you guys are as well. And of course, I've heard about Kate Morgan, the ghost that is reported to haunt the famous Hotel Del Coronado, you know, the beautiful hotel that was featured in the movie Some Like It Hot with Marilyn Monroe. But what I didn't know is that there's actually two. Uh, there's three. There's actually four, or... four total ghosts. And um, the, the dominant ghost is, isn't Kate Morgan. The dominant ghost is, is Isidore Rush. And that's what we came to find out. And Isidore told us, she said, you know, Kate Morgan doesn't come out of her room. She goes, I'm the one they see with the parasol. I'm the one out there having a good time. So I, and I have a different attitude. She goes, Kate just cries all the time. She's really not social. And we couldn't get <laughs> her to move either. Yeah, yeah, but, but we're working on that. I mean, it's not fair that somebody gets stuck all these hundreds of years and you, you miss out on any other lives that you had, your evolution stops. So and that's uh, something that we we really set out to do. Um, I mean, Indians. If, if you read, I, I have stories where getting contacted by so many Indians. There, this whole there's a whole world out there nobody's even aware of or pay attention to. Really. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And if I was going to say, yeah, it was a year and a half ago that we went to the Hotel Dell because we wanted to get a better idea because a lot of books are written and whatever. Uh, about it, it's one of those go-to places for ghosts, and uh, when when Isidore showed up, she was just a happy. She's coming right through my sister, saying, "Hey, uh, it's me, la da da da. I died. Uh, I drowned out in the ocean. I was a Broadway star, vaudeville kind of actress, and, and whatever. And we found her. You can find Isidore Rush if you look her up. And this is what's so cool about what we do is with Google now, you can you can get almost immediate response to whatever you're you're, you're working on. But I think she was a little harder to find, wasn't she? No, not that. You found she, her right she, away? Yeah, pretty oh, much. Okay, I didn't know. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, and she's still there. And I asked her, well, do you want to go? And she goes, no, I, I love it here. She and goes, she oh. said she's not hurting anyone, attaching to anyone. Just right. leave her be. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So this and, was and, Kate Morgan that 
said that. Is that right. correct? Kate Morgan did not want to move forward, and Isidore wanted to stay as well on this plane, yeah. on this level? Yeah, but we never really talked one-on-one -on -one with uh, Kate. Uh, but because, we're working on it. But we're working on it. We actually, before the coronavirus shutdown, we were going to rent that room she's in and have a – because we, we know she didn't commit suicide, and we really want to help these 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 poor people who traumatically die. I mean, I can tell you this. We moved Sharon Tate. Eight years ago, that that poor woman was was ghosting all those years. So, uh, what was I going to say? Oh, and one thing to re—you notice how how Lane came in and took over her body. That's what a possession is. So that's a lot of times when a dark energy will come in and take a person over. So that's why you see abrupt uh, changes like that woman Sybil, sixty-one different personalities. Believe me, she did not create those 61 personalities in her mind. If you think somebody's that intelligent, uh, but we're going to tell you that 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 it, there's no limit on how many can really get in there. And we're going to tell you Hollywood's totally attached. We're going to tell you that uh, world leaders, some of them are, are attached. And, and we're just playing with the tip of the iceberg right now. Wow, that's so fascinating. Now, I, you had mentioned, uh, you know, where... It's kind of like a, quote, possession. So in your experience, I mean, you have run into dark energies or, you know, some people will say, well, there's no no, no hell or devil or, or that kind of thing. What do, you, what do you think about that? Are there... There is no is hell. Is it a darker energy? Is it real evil or what, there, what there are we talking are about There are a here? lot of evil energies out there. I mean, we, we've been attacked a number of times by them and... and you know, we really try to protect ourselves as as good as we can. And I'll tell you, evil exists, but it, it, evil is a lot in the mind of men. And we got to really wake up spiritually here. You you do pay for everything you do. You can think that you sit down and say, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. No, you'll come back and pay for your debt karmically. And uh, once if people were to even grasp that, I think they would change your behavior a little bit. Right, if people really understood what happens, Right. As far as that goes. So if they're if they make a mistake, but they're not truly evil, then they're able to kind of course correct kind of like what Lane did. Yeah. Again, you know, like with him, he did good acts. You see, he didn't just say he was sorry. He sacrificed his life and it cost him his life. So it, that's that really helped exalt him. And, and I'll say that like if you were a bad person early. You can correct, but you have to do good things. So hopefully the good things will outweigh the bad, and here you go. Right, right. No, I understand. So it must have been – I can't even imagine – I mean, I've been around people where I think that's – you know, that person's not right. That's that's like an evil person. You, right. you can feel that, right? There, That energy exists. Yeah, it, it's in the eyes. And what happens is that they'll come up – we had a woman in uh, – where was she? Las Vegas. Uh, and they were just playing with her, toying with her. They were uh, taking her over and taking her to another room, and then she would come to and go, how did I get in this room? And uh, we, we went, we found out she was attached by a number, and, and we removed them. But there was a problem, because now the, the husband's worried that she has, because she has infant children, and uh, she's, she, he couldn't depend on her behavior. So he had hire uh, uh, somebody to come in, a, a, nanny. a nanny. And then she was going to say psychiatrist. Well, he wasn't going to help. I don't care what pill he gives you or what, how long you sit on the couch. They're not going to move. So we moved. We got in. We removed him. She never had a problem again. So 
it's very diverse on, on what they're what they're what they can do. Okay, what's the difference of say? So where would you step out and say, okay, this needs an exorcist? With that, or is that? Well, where, where it, that they're all. In? This is what exorcism is. I'm going to make it real simple for you. There is no devils or demons in there. We've been doing it twenty some on years. We've met some pretty bad guys, but uh, they're, yeah. yeah. But I'm gonna say that uh, you know they're 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 kind of medieval still with this, and they they need to kind of. I've been in touch with the Catholic Church and said, hey, you got the platform, we got the skills. But so. But they you, don't like us. Yeah. They, they, they yeah, wanna, I was they, gonna they say. Have <laughs> they have their own protocol. That, that's yeah, they interesting. Don't you're, you're going against, yeah, yeah. you know, they, hundreds. You all the holy water you want. <laughs> right, right. Hundreds of years of, of that kind of history and thought process uh -huh. and dogma and all of that. Um, but I, you know, I agree with you. I tend to, I've tend to always thought that I never really believed there was like a devil and a pitchfork and that kind of thing. No, no, no. That that's like a fables to, to try and keep people in line way back but we're hopefully we we've evolved enough now to understand but the thing is that i'll tell you this everybody is a male female black white old young but we're all spirit and that's the thing i try and communicate to people spirit is eternal and that goes for animals as well their right. spirit as well so yeah and well, you, we, we all, yeah we just hope that we can share the information you mentioned earlier about a, uh, a a person that came back because he was a dog in real life. He came back as a dog. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just a little karmic pain. Yeah, a little karmic. Yeah, it's not, uh, I mean, he, he had to uh, for some reason. Yeah. But I, I'll give you a quick one here. A little, little woman, she was like 16 years old. She had a beard and she was couldn't really talk. And she was a little short squat person. I'm saying, God, that poor woman. And I asked, I said, hey, can we help her? She goes, no, you're not supposed to. That's karmic. I go, why is it karmic? Well, that was a man in Serbia uh, or, uh, year, uh, like 50 years ago, and he would rape women and was a really bad guy. So he had to come back as a man who knows, uh, as a woman who knows nothing. And uh, that was a karmic dad. I mean, and, and it's just, it's, it's all, there's a lot of karmic, I mean, like I said, this is 23 years of all of our studies, and we can't just scrunch them into one hour. We can just give you, <laughs> we can give you what we can, Diane. You know. Yeah. No, I I appreciate it. This this has been so fun to to talk with you. We have just a few minutes left till the end of the show, but I do want people to be able to find you. I mean, you're here in California. Do you travel remotely to help people. Yes, we do. We started doing this this past year where we, we, we're going remote now because it's been there's so many people who have difficulty to come to see us. I have an office, but now with the lack of travel and whatever, we're working on long distance. Uh, we just removals. did. Um, where did we do? Dubai. We just had someone in oh, yeah. Dubai. We had uh, Vietnam. Who else? Brazil. We're, we're all over the place, really, uh, yeah. on these remotes right now. Yeah, if all I need is your name at birth and birthday, and uh, we can tell you if you have attachments. And you can actually well, email him at... Uh, yeah, at, at, at robertafterlife at gmail.com. And send me, send me your name at birth and birthday, and it, it may take... Because a, a lot of times when we do shows like this, 
it, it, we get bombarded, so it may take you a little bit, but we'll get back to you and we'll let you know if we can assist you. Um, and a lot of people want to be attached, <laughs> but they're not. They want so, to? Well, because yeah. of their behavior, they're thinking, it wasn't me. Yeah, it was you. <laughs> I, I tell people, we can take the attachments off, but we can't take you off. Right. <laughs> like some, like sometimes great. people think they're attached because of all their bad behavior, and they're just not. They're just bad. I have bad news for you, buddy. You're, not, you're not attached. <laughs> So that email again is robertafterlife at gmail. Exactly. Yeah. And, uh, okay. Yeah. yeah. And anyone and so who can wants you... to talk to their, Diane, anyone wants to talk to their pet can go to my email because I have the communicator54 at gmail. Right. Communicator54 so at gmail. Okay. At gmail.com. Mm hmm. Write that down if you want to communicate with your pets. And also, I will make sure that I post this information again when this show is available for podcast. And you can get it on Apple, Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify, all the podcast providers under Be Present, the Diane Ray Show. And we're just wrapping up. We've got a minute here. It's been so cool to talk to you guys. And I'm sure I'm going to have you back on the show. This was so fun. And I love to explore this world. I think it's just so fascinating and so amazing. And I want to thank Lane again for coming through. So the next time you talk with him, uh, thank him for, for joining the show and sharing his experiences and his stories. It's been so cool. Robert Major and Antoinette, ghostremover.com. And I will post those email addresses again if you would like to have a ghost removed. Thank you so much for joining me. Thank you for listening. This is Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Hello, I'm Dr. Stephen Farber, and I'm an author, teacher, psychotherapist, and shamanic practitioner. On my podcast, Healing for Your Soul, I welcome some amazing guests and introduce you to some healing techniques like earth magic, working with nature and animals, and really getting to the heart of what is keeping you stuck. I want to help you deepen your spirituality and let go of blocks that are holding you back. Let me help you in this journey called life. Part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network, subscribe and follow wherever you get your podcasts so you don't miss an episode.